We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast is brought to you by Aspers Casino Newcastle, home of the Mags £4 pint. Available on all draft beers for all NUFC home and televised games, 12pm to 12am. Over 18s only. Visit BeGambleAware.org. Be drink aware for details and T's and C's. Visit AspersNewcastle.co.uk. It's your True Faith Newcastle United podcast. Newcastle progress to the quarterfinals of the FA Cup. We at uh, the present moment don't know who we're going to progress to. Obviously, we'll talk about that. I am Charlotte Robson. I'm joined by Cy Campbell and Ben Wade, who were at Blackburn at Ewood Park last night to watch Newcastle win 4-3 on penalties in a game that has aged us all 100 years. Uh, quick reminder from me, we are on Patreon. It's between three and eight pounds a month uh, for loads of additional podcast content. Please do consider joining us across there. We're going to be uh, doing a reaction to the draw. We'll be doing uh, Wolves build up this week as well as loads of other extra stuff. So do come and join us there. All right, then. Should we talk about it? Are you ready? It's been not, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> 12 hours since the final 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 whistle went are you relieved Si did Martin Dubravka save our season um <laughs> save the season probably in, in in a word um staying in the FA Cup is quite crucial to um our hopes and, and dreams for this season because uh of where we are in the league if we dropped out the cup it really is a case of well can we get like seventh or mm. sixth and then that doesn't feel like there's much to play for so staying in the cup was hugely important so relieved yes um Absolutely exhausted, yes. Hadn't planned on, you know, a delayed kickoff, extra time in pens. Just, just <laughs> had not planned for that. Forgot that that was a possibility of onus as I was uh, rolling into the house at three o'clock this morning. Loads um, of people thought it was replay. And then the faces online <laughs> were like, wait, what? There's a load of Blackburn fans bundled <laughs> out <laughs> thinking they'd, they'd, they'd stole a drone. And when a replay, you could see them like just celebrating as they sort of left the ground. It's like, no, no, you need to come back. They probably all had like nursery in the morning. So uh. <laughs> Yeah, uh, in terms of relief is probably the right word because yes, we made it. <clears throat> we made hard work of yet another game of football that we wanted to win and thought we should have won quite easily. Um, we'll get into it, of course. Um, uh, was it the best performance? No, not at all. Um, was it enough? For now, yes, um, I thought Eddie Howe actually analysed the game pretty well post-match in saying that it felt like it was going to be a low-scoring game. They set up to basically contain. They had 11 men behind the ball with a, a few frustratingly successful counter-attacks. Um, but otherwise, it was quite a tight, nitty-gritty game. We had to work hard for it. Um, you know, it, it ended up we had to put more into it as the game went on than we probably should have had to if we'd been a bit more clinical early on. Um, 
Yeah, it's, it's a funny one. And I know there's been a lot of discourse about the performance and whether it's even worth getting through in the cup if you're going to play like that. But I, I think you've just got to, you can only play what's in front of you. We've got past them and we don't need to assume that that's how we would play against a tougher opposition in the next round. I think that's a, it's the wrong attitude to have. I'm relieved. I'm pleased we're in the next round. Quarterfinal of the FA Cup. Another, another quarterfinal of the season in a season of all the woes and ridiculous situations we've been in. It's good. The roller coaster goes on. Ben? Yeah, I know, I'm definitely relieved. I think um, we've got away big time last night and I, I think again better opposition that that would have um probably seen us getting dumped out of the cup um fortunately we, we came up against i think the, the second lowest um ranked side left in, in the competition it, it did us a big favor last night i mean we were way off it in terms of levels i think as you say we've, we've got to um, thank dubravka for pulling off some pretty outrageous saves at times to to keep us in the game um and i, I suppose yeah, <laughs> the positive is we did just enough to win it. Um, obviously, um, some some great pens. I'll give the lads that, um, but Very not sure. not um, so not too much else to, to kind of get too excited about. I thought we, we had a couple of chances. I think Gordon obviously missed a big chance in the second half. We, uh, to be fair, somehow we didn't score. I think Bruno misses basically an open goal, hits it straight at the defender. I think Longstaff. Gordon falls. and Longstaff at the end. Gordon. Longstaff yeah. inexplicably lying down when he <laughs> had an open goal. Why? Why did he yeah. do that? Falls over. So we should have put the game. We, so in in hindsight, we did have moments, but um, equally, I, I think you you have to carry that out with Soda Blackburn. Obviously, Dubravka's made some massive saves that save us. And uh, yeah, I think the override feeling is we, we got away with one there. Um, relieved, we were still in the cup. Obviously, nervous about now who we get because I think. The, the performances aren't getting any better. I mean, we've, we've seen this type of performance for the last few t- few games in the, the Premier League. Me and I have just been having a bit of a heated discussion on the on the way in this morning. I'll get you um, to reiterate about that. that. But it's just, um, yeah, I, I suppose the overriding feeling is we've won, we're still in the cup. We've still got, obviously, got to try and win it and, and have hopes of that in there. We'll see where, where that leaves us. But um, it was a frustrating night. I think the thing for me is... Um, yeah kind of relief i know Sai, you kind of touched on it there that that oh you know some people saying what's the point of getting through when if you're going to play like that you're just going to fail at the next hurdle and i suppose there's 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 pedigree in getting i, through. I don't agree with that sentiment by the way and i'm happy no, to get into it but i i can't kind of like part of me thinks like the sort of a nihilistic part of me thinks like what is the fucking point because we're not going to get if we play like that against even against coventry if we've got coventry they're better than Blackburn. Like they're gonna, they're, they'll do us over. It's, it's. I think what I'm most kind of concerned about is, is that this is um, now not a kind of anomaly performance. This is a kind of performance that we've seen a couple of times, and we've been able to snatch some draws, and we've been able to to a couple of players come off the bench and and change the game, and and we we saw that a little bit with Almiron yesterday, but I. I'm concerned about the the, fo- the form that we're in. Dubravka's the reason we're, we're through. Um, Almiron to a degree, and then obviously the, the penalties, but Dubravka made some incredible saves in that first half. We we looked pretty toothless. It's, it, it's like we looked against Arsenal. Loads of deference to Blackburn Rovers. Like I don't want to disrespect Blackburn Rovers, but we should be beating Blackburn Rovers with the, the players that we've got and, and the bench that we've got. And... And not in extra time and not in penalties. It should be it should be a done deal in the first half, in my opinion. And I know it's the cup, and that's you know that's a, a, a sprinkling of mitigation as well because those teams have everything to play for and they they really go for it. But I just I I find it concerning when I was watching the game last night. 
that this, this, the, all the cohesion that I lauded about three months ago seems to have gone. The players don't seem to like each other. I, I just felt like, especially in that first half, I just felt like, do, do, do these players ever play with each other? They, they don't know where to put a pass. They, they look really confused. And I, I, I find that more worrying. Yes, relief that we're through in the cup, but the performance worried me. There's two things I want to I want to talk about from what you've said there. One, uh, yes, Blackburn, yes, they're not very good. They're, they're in the bottom half of the championship, and, and we should, on most days, beat that team comfortably. I agree with that. Uh, I totally... Um, I, I want to go on about the FA Cup a little bit because it is a big deal for, for teams like Blackburn, especially mm-hmm. if you're in the bottom half of the championship, you've got absolutely fuck all else to play for. So it is like their biggest game of the season. I thought they played like that. I thought they worked really hard and did not... Newcastle are a little bit easy to play against when we're, when we're limited with our options because we don't have enough quality to, to break down teams. So they knew that if they get 11 men behind the ball, they're going to limit our chances. And they did limit our chances. Like we said before, we probably could have scored a few more and might have, might have won the game another day. But they did limit over 120 minutes. We didn't have that many clear-cut chances. And that's, that isn't good enough uh, against a side that's supposed to be so inferior. But, uh, you know, th- this happens in the FA Cup. And look at our recent history in the FA Cup. We go to teams like this and lose for fun for the last 15, 20 years. Um, there's quite a few in, in recent weeks. Um, West Ham went out this season at Bristol. Um, Borough knocked out Man U and Spurs a couple of seasons ago. Like, it does happen. Yeah. Teams get themselves up for it and, and there are upsets. Wigan. And that's what the FA Cup is. Wigan, <laughs> all the way. Um, so there's just... There are the, these things do happen. These these teams do get up for it. It's not as clear cut as yes, they're a championship side. We should just go and beat them. Uh, Stevenage, who did they knock out the other week, last season? They, did they knock out I Spurs or Villa? Villa, Villa. <laughs> Stevenage knocked out uh, Villa last season or the or the year before. So the, there are it, it happens. There are upsets. That's the whole beauty of the FA Cup. Um, so yes, the magic. I appreciate that. I do. I just think in terms of where we are and where we expect to be, that's kind of the, the extra layer that I'm lying over. Yeah, yeah. And and this is what Ben and I were arguing like little uh, school children on the way into the office today to, to record this. Um, with there's, a, there's a lack of quality in that team and, and we finally got some players back from an injury, but we all know that a player that's just come back from injury isn't going to immediately jump in the team and and set the world alight. There's, there's you know, Willock and Isaac starting, I thought was a real positive, but we didn't get that much energy and and. and guy out of them because they couldn't do it all by themselves mm-hmm. we're still limping along with with the likes of Longstaff who's in the worst form of his career for some time you, you can't create anything the, the quality's just not there at the moment um, Bruno's too Clip deep this, by the way Tom. Um, <laughs> so we're struggling to break teams down and we, Murphy Dan Byrne we've still got some players in that team who yes you want them to do better and they have played above their levels at, at, at lots of points under anyhow but there are times when they are shown for what they are, which is with decent, hardworking players that don't have the quality to break down a team that puts 11 men in front of their goal and makes it really hard to break down. And I just think when confidence has been a bit low, I also thought the crowd was a bit... Um, I want to be careful. I don't, I don't think it was bad, but I thought it wasn't It wasn't as um, positive and, and encouraging as it could have been. I thought people were getting very frustrated very easily and that 7,000 Geordies travelling to, to Blackburn not to get behind the team for 90 minutes in a, in a chance to get in the quarterfinal. I thought it was a bit weird. I thought those people too eager to, to criticise and get frustrated rather than that's mm. not what in my opinion that's not what they're for um, and then the discourse after the game has been very much the same we're through at the quarterfinals and it hasn't been great but that's a good thing because of what I just said about how many times we've just been knocked out by lower league teams yeah. and just been Cambridge Cambridge, Cambridge Chef Wed yeah. like, it's, it's an improvement it, it is an improvement and I don't want to be too down on it I just I, I guess Ben I'll, I'll come to you I, I think it's just a performance that is is one too many of this performance mm-hmm. for me. And I just have serious concerns about where and how it's going to click. Yeah, I mean, uh, th- this was one of the things we were saying is we've, we've, we've not been playing well for a while. Um, 
I suppose the only caveat I would say about the kind of your comments before about the FA Cup, what's the point? I suppose we did turn up and batter a Villa side that have been setting the world alight. So we've got these performances in us, but that's one in the last six or seven games. That increasingly looks seen. like the, the, the free the anomaly. One. Yeah. yeah, that was the anomaly, wasn't it? And that's that's the frustration is that we, we, we saw these players adapt for that game and yet we haven't seen them adapt since. And that's the, the most frustrating thing for me. And I think there's maybe an element of fatigue and, and kind of mental fatigue, I suppose, in that. Um, we're seeing the likes of Longstaff, and it's it's there's there's enough there's a few players on there I think um, need saving from themselves really, but Longstaff is probably the main one because he plays such a pivotal position, and he's playing in a position where so they they obviously dropped Miley yesterday who was seventeen, and and I understand thank the, you for the verifying his age yeah important but that's the point, no one ever mentions point. that <laughs> but that's the point is that he is a kid yeah he, he, we shouldn't be putting all our um, kind of pressure and, and hopes on him but. We kind of have to because we've got a player in Longstaff that is just not good enough technically on the ball. And as you say, Si, that the way that we knew how they were going to play, like they were always going to go and, and try and make it difficult and try and stop us from playing. And, and yet we went in that with a team that isn't prepared to break a team down like that. And that's my frustration, I think, with the team selections that we've got. Um, Murphy um, on the right. We've got um, Longstaff and and um, and Burn playing, and, and they just don't have the quality to to go and take take these teams apart. So it's it's a it's a frustrating one. Um, I think for me, I'd, I'd I'd have hoped for a few more changes, as I say, just to save the players for themselves. Because I think we need we need fresh we need to freshen things up. We can't keep playing these players because they're, they're not getting any better. And as you say. They're getting worse. That long staff has probably put in one of his worst performances yeah. we've seen there. So against Blackburn, it, it's funny yeah. though. We're talking about we couldn't break down Blackburn, but this is a Newcastle team who, yes, I'm not saying we've been playing well, but we've scored 16 goals in the last like six games. We haven't been struggling to score goals. So it was a very different problem that presented itself last night than what we've usually been seeing. It's been leaking goals. It's been the problem in the last month or two. Mm. So it's like every time we sort of fix a problem because defensively we were okay last night. I mean the goal was well, that's poor, too bad really though. But it's also pretty fortunate the ball you know comes off the bar and goes out to the directly to the Blackburn player. That's pretty bad. Like, <laughs> and he did make some good saves. You're right, but um, it's just weird that the problem changes each week. I know what you're saying, and I'm not saying we've been playing well. I agree with it. I think that the, the we haven't quite overcome it. And Eddie Howe keeps saying this, like we're still trying to find the, the solution to some of these issues. But um, yeah, we couldn't break down Blackburn, but the, we've scored so many goals recently that it, that, that wasn't what I was expecting to be the issue last night. It's weird. My my problem with, with the sort of, we're still looking for the solution, and, and I appreciate that honesty. And I would rather he came out and said that than, um, than yeah, it was okay. There were moments of good, like, you know, we're through and that's fine. I appreciate that, that, that there's some honesty there, but find it. <laughs> You've been yeah. looking for the solution for a while. It's your, it that's, is your job. That's the frustrating thing is that we just keep going into games expecting different results from the same exactly. the same players playing. And, and that's the kind of the crux of the argument we were having there is that I just think it needs to change things up. I mean, I, we shouldn't read too much into it, but you look at the difference in that Liverpool side that ended the game against Chelsea the other week with children, kids basically. Yeah. Um, and a lot of them there, and they put they showed far more creativity, and they were kind of a lot of things that I, what I, I expect from from our lads, um, and and we just don't see any of it, and that that's the thing is that how how can you you be had especially for I mean I, I don't want to keep going about long stuff, but he just go ahead how how do you um, not how are you not putting yourself up there to get onto the ball and turn and try and make something you're you're the midfielder why are you putting it back on the defense every time he gets the ball he goes straight back to a defender it's like no mate you're 
you're the midfielder, you're meant to be the one that's got a bit of ability about you to progress us up the pitch. If if you just want to pass the ball backwards, then what the hell are you doing there? Like, just just try it. Like, have a bit of confidence in yourself and back your ability. You've been playing a Premier League player for enough years now, and and done some good things, a few. <laughs> um, how how can you not back yourself to go and beat? <laughs> Uh, but like the, the midfielder but I bit. think he's been selected because Eddie Howe thought he would be able to do it he had a bad mm. game last night I'm not mm. saying he didn't and he, he did it all those things you've just said he, he was very unproductive on the ball he wasn't really trying anything lots of very easy passes and kind of it just felt like he was a passenger again and that's not what you want from a midfielder who needs a bit of confidence he absolutely does because mm. when he has confidence and he, he put us through the last round mm. with his goals yeah. um, the the, the the option Eddie Howe had before this one was I'm going to rest either Longstaff or Miley and he chose yeah. Miley and understandably because he's a 17 year old boy da, da, da. but like <laughs> yeah that, I, I backed that before the game I was happy with that before the game in hindsight you probably would have rather seen Miley in that game because Longstaff mm. was such a passenger and, and clearly also needs to be taken out of the team and it's a problem we've had for months hadn't had any other midfielders we've got them now Willock started the game great he's, yeah. he's, he's going to get take a bit of time because he's been out for some the problem we've got with our injuries is that they've all been such long injuries that it's mm. going to take a little bit of time to get those players fresh and sharp yes they're probably fit enough to come in the team and start playing but it's going to take them a while to really hit at the ground ridden Anderson we, we had a big argument about whether he should have played longer um, we've no idea we've no idea how yeah. fit enough he was how, how much he could have played um, and even if he is he's been out for five months it's going to take him a while to, to get back into the kind of match sharpness we've seen it in Barnes Barnes has been great since he came back but he's only ever had like 15 20 minutes in him before sort of disappearing because it takes a while once you've had six months out of playing competitively and it's the same with Willick Isaac's in not the team every time he comes back it takes him a bit of time to get going like and in terms of trying to change it up every time we get a, a squad ready the, to play someone drops out of it so mm. um I, I totally back dropping botman um yesterday he needed to be taken out we don't know what's going on with him we don't know if he's still injured um but there's a, there's a problem there that needed um addressing and we don't know what the solution is until we know really what's going on with him every time we fix one problem there seems to be another one thrown at eddie howe and i just think we have to appreciate that He's got us through the cup. It's just been a, it's a really, really tough season, and he's still not finding solutions necessarily, but <laughs> plugging gaps and, and and carrying us forward. Um, and we're still we're still here. Let's leave it there for part one. We'll get more into the team selection. We're all gagging to talk about. We'll talk about the team selection. We'll talk about substitutions, and we'll talk about how the match went and what we tried to do to change it in um in part two. A reminder, we're on Patreon. Please do consider joining us. If you hate adverts, you can listen to this without them from our lowest tier of £3 a month. We'll be back after these messages. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. 
the longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Part two of the show, and let's talk about lineups. We've talked a little bit. We've touched on it. We've we've sprinkled it in so far, but let's uh, let's talk about it properly. We made some changes last night. Uh, Karius, obviously, back on the bench, and Dubravka in, who had an excellent game, despite the fact that he was he's carrying some sort of sickness bug or something. They were they sort of unclear on that. Um, mm. Dubravka back in, Lascelles in for Botman, who w- also didn't travel with the squad. We're, we're not sure what's going on there. He ha- we talked about it on the podcast after game of the weekend that he looks off the pace possibly just resting they, that's all the club said um willock started yesterday um in place of lewis miley and then we had uh murphy starting as well dan dan Byrne came back about that dan like, Byrne came back. yes i suppose it's a change yeah. yeah from the weekend um i guess i guess ben I'll, I'll come to you on kind of what your initial thought was on that squad against Batburn. i thought it was a strong team i mean that that back four, for example, went and beat PSG this season, four <laughs> one. Um, it's I, I I was very confident pre-game. I thought uh, it was a strong team. Obviously, Willock coming in was massive. We saw the impact he had on the team against Arsenal just for that kind of brief 10, 15 minute cameo, whatever he had. Um, he looked he, he looked like he'd kind of picked up where he'd left off, I suppose, um, bef- before he got injured. And, and I thought that that would be a really positive. Um, to, to the team having him being able to to come in and, and link up with with Gordon and then obviously Isaac back in the team as well. Um, Murphy's always a one. It's kind of a, an enigma. You just don't know what you're going to get from him. Today. I mean, you've, we've seen some incredible moments from him in that Spurs game in particular mm. is kind of one of his his, his career highlights, shall we say? But it, they're just too f- uh, few and far between, and he's he's a very frustrating player. I, I find. I, he, he winds us up quite a bit. Um, but I thought he would have enough quality against a, a, a Blackburn side that's been struggling. Um, and yeah, obviously, as I say, the, the midfield of Bruno Longstaff and, um, and Willock should, should have had enough, I, I think, to, to to go out there and, and take apart that Blackburn team. So I didn't have too many issues. I, I agree with Sai. I think the rest in Botman was needed. We've, we've seen him struggling of late and whether that's injury-related or just he's, he's lacking a bit of confidence or whatever it is. There's a bit of fluidity issues in the team as well. Um, I thought it was a good opportunity to kind of rest him. We shouldn't have needed him last night. Um, so right, right to do that one. Um, I just think for me that probably long staff was one of the ones I would have said I would have tried to to bring out of the team just because I think he needs a break because he's he's stuck in a loop of just struggling. Um, but yeah, it was a, a a team that has done plenty for us in in the Premier League. Should have been good enough to. To go and take that, and I suppose that yes, obviously Blackburn made it difficult, but uh, I just think the mindset of of and kind of the the intent from some of the players isn't there, and that's the frustrating thing for me that they're not taking the opportunities that they're getting. I mean, ultimately, I think we we've potentially talked about it on podcasts recently. A lot of these players are potentially playing for their future at the club in terms mm-hmm. of are they going to be involved when that's we what take, he said. when we want to take the next step. And I just didn't see that that last night. That's the thing, isn't it? It's the it's the intensity is our identity that's gone where is our identity 
Yeah, and we said that on on Sunday after after the Arsenal game. The, the most worrying thing, yes, Arsenal are a better side than us, much better than us this season. But the intensity drop off has been the most surprising thing, because that's never been an, an Eddie Howe um, kind of characteristic to have mm-hmm. teams that aren't mm-hmm. trying absolutely everything. And it, it didn't feel as bad yesterday. I thought we were trying. It just I I put it down to a lack of quality, and I totally agree uh, with your comments about Longstaff in, in his form has dropped off a cliff, and he absolutely needs to come out of the team. And I'm hoping that. Will it coming back and playing sixty minutes and Anderson, you know, on the cusp of, of being able to play? It provides both competition and a, a chance to rotate that. Um, uh, Miley as well kind of needed the break. We've just got too many players in that midfield, in particular, that needed to, to come out and uh, add bottom to that situation. Maybe add Trippier, but we've got options for Trippier. So if he mm. wants to play, you probably play. I'm sure Eddie Howe trusts Kieran and says like, if you if you want to play, you're playing, obviously. Um, and yeah, the, the Murphy situation. I probably would have gone with Miggy from the start of this one. Like we've we've seen it before. Uh, Miggy was having a terrible run over Christmas, and he played class against the Magnums. Give Miggy a, a poor side to get his confidence back. He actually seems to thrive in that situation. Murphy, like I said, it's an absolute lottery. Um, Headless chicken. He had he, he had one of those you know hit, hit zero numbers yesterday. Um, Isaac had had a he looked okay. He had a couple of moments, but it was quite quiet. But again, every time he comes back from an injury, it does take him a few weeks to to really hit the form and. Gordon's another one who, yes, he basically scored and should have scored more than once, but at what point we're going to give him a break? It still <laughs> yeah. feels like we're, we're somehow running on fumes. And yes, we're back to kind of less fixtures, but this was, and the fixtures haven't been kind to us again, you could argue, traveling to London from eight o'clock kickoff on Saturday night. We didn't have much time to recover and prepare for this one. It's why he's made so many changes, I suppose. It's why, um, you know, some of the, some of those players have been given the nod, like the, the Murphy for Almiron switch, I guess, but, um, and Byrne coming back in for Tino. Again, I... If you're not going to give Tino a, a, a run in the team, which includes a Blackburn away, instead of just giving him Arsenal away, that I do have questions over that. But yeah, that li- that lineup felt strong. We were really positive in the stadium yeah. as we as we waited for the extra 50 minutes, got one more pint because of the delayed kickoff. The team were late um, as well, though, weren't they? They the team bus. Yeah, we saw the team bus arrive when we uh, arrived after really us, late. basically, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which is mad. So, so I suppose there's, there's a little bit of a. I mean, we were just there ridiculously. To be fair, it was outrageous. But uh, yeah, I think. I mean. I suppose you can put a little bit of, give them a little bit of leeway in that in terms of was it the best preparation? But I still come down to it like the the Premier League level players, elite, yeah, elite players yeah, should be able they, to. They do they should be able to get themselves up for for that game, especially when there's been the talk from how about this is career defining, this is future defining, mm. um, this is a, a a a chance to get into an FA Cup quarters, and we want to win the cup. Like we we should be getting the players should be getting up for this. So yeah, it's. Uh, frustrating what like I, I my question here you might not agree with the question side because um you know you were a little bit more positive about it but what, what went wrong and why i couldn't how fix it and i say that like maybe you don't think anything went wrong because we went through and or we went through on penalties and blah 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 but the first half blackburn were really up for it we didn't look up for it we were giving them way too much respect and way too much space they were going through our midfield really easily um why does it why like I got very frustrated I was watching on the TV and I got very frustrated that we made no changes at half time and I know that making half change changes at half time signifies oh I got it wrong maybe maybe this isn't right but that's okay like it's okay to say this isn't working and I'm gonna change it it was always that 60 minute mark and as soon as Almiron came on I thought we looked a lot better and a lot fresher but maybe you don't think things went wrong maybe you think Eddie Howe did fix it I think 
it's really hard to, to, to justify making a load of changes at halftime when the game's nil-nil. Not it, it a load, really is. but something. Um, but, but yeah, maybe Eddie Howe thought, we know what we're, we're, we're going to get there, we're going to break them down, they've worked really hard, they can't do this for 90 minutes, maybe thought that's what was going to happen. Maybe thought, well, I've got some impact subs to make, I'll wait a little bit longer. He also, in terms of future planning, he wants to give Isaac um, Willick 60 minutes, yeah. and that's probably always part of the plan. I think those subs are pre predetermined so to speak and i know we hate predetermined substitutions because then it isn't reacting to the game but mm-hmm. i think there's there's elements of he's got to try and get this squad back um and that, that there's there's a lot of management he has to do there um yeah it, it wasn't working first half it was frustrating it was a really frustrating watch and i get that that, that dampened the crowd maybe that was part of blackburn's plan to, to frustrate and, and kind of dampen the dampen the away crowd um the solution isn't that easy it's just you know it's not like when he's looking at the bench and what he's got he's got Ali Anderson who's been out for as long as he has been yeah. you know he's got Miggy who like Murphy this season is a bit of a lottery you don't know if he's going to impact a game or not he did he came on he was very positive um what was he's the change he's been and he's, he's been trying to give Miley a break <laughs> um and Ben and I were discussing on the way and should he have changed the system well it's it's, it's another it's another lottery you maybe should maybe maybe the, this system is becoming too predictable but if he changes to a four four two or something else and we lose the game yesterday, he's going to get absolutely hammered for that as well. So it's a really hard one and Eddie Howe mm-hmm. has to find the solution. He's the manager, he's responsible for this, but um, I'm not going to begin to know what's best uh, over him. Um, I just think that, like I say, we played on Saturday night in London, didn't really have time to try, right, we're going to try something different for this one on a Tuesday. Like It was just, right, we're going to go for the same system. Everyone knows what they're doing. It's an inferior opposition. It should have been enough and we've got away with it a little bit, I'll admit, but I, I, I don't know what else... He could have done to fix this other than the subs he made at the time he did, which did improve things. And to be honest, at 1-0, we should have seen that game out. Yeah. And the, the, the way we conceded was really frustrating and really annoying. Um, but and we also had ch- chances to put that game to bed. And just the way it played out was just a bit weird. And it's hard to say what could have been done differently without a, a whole heap of hindsight. I just think for me, the, the issue with the system is that we and we I think we talked about it last week, this midfield three is so pivotal how Newcastle play um, but they're playing like they don't really know how to play as a three <laughs> or like each and other we've been or doing or it for so long other. so there's, there's no real communication there in terms of Willick clearly wants to be an offensive player he's, he's pushing he's trying to get up the pitch he's trying to affect the game in the final third but then you don't have kind of the, the realisation from Bruno Longstaff that okay he's going to need covering then so I, I, I need to cover him behind him when he bombs forward mm. Long, they, they just seem so rigid and mm. they want a, so it's almost like Longstaff isn't allowed to move out of that kind of little belt of the right side of the, the centre center of the pitch and it's like no mate you need to watch for the danger and look where their players are running into the space behind and, and come over and do something about it and impact it I just think now as, as I say we, I asked this question last week I don't know if that's a, a how thing in terms of the system that he says you don't vacate your area of the pitch and it's almost Willick's then Willick's um, responsibility to get back and to be fair We've normally got Joe Linton in that spot who do, who is able to do that. He's covers enough ground and, and is a ridiculous athlete that he, he can normally recover that and get back even if he does bomb forward and lose the ball. He's, he's normally the one to come back and recover it, but we don't have another player like him. And I just think it's just not working. There's not enough protection for the back four, and I suppose this comes back to the, the, um, the issues we saw at Arsenal, for example. The back four got a lot of criticism for trying to play the ball out and all that sort of stuff, and... and and picking up players and things like that, but they don't get any help from the midfield in terms of picking players that run through behind the midfield. We don't have anyone, we don't have a six really that plays like a holder midfielder that will kind of drop into that that back four and kind of pick up a man if they need to. So there's a lot of questions there for me in that 
if we haven't got the personnel to play that three and they're not able to do the things that the other guys can do, then it, it seems a bit silly to, to expect inferior players to come in and kind of match that that level. And because it has such a detrimental impact to the way we play, because we we concede loads of chances and we don't create any chances ourselves like playing that. So it's just really frustrating. That, that's the bit for me where I just think if he's going to stick with these players, and, and we've, we've obviously gone over that, I'm not going to label that point, but if he's going to stick with them, then he needs to help them and find a system that will get the best out of them. And I just don't think the combinations we've got at the minute aren't working. There's there's no... And, and that's the thing. These are players that have all been around the squad. It's not like we've got new players coming into the group. These are players that surely have yeah. played enough yeah. games and, and done enough training sessions and worked on this stuff enough times to know what you're meant to be doing. So I just don't know where the, what, what, what is broken there in terms of how that, that is happening. But we're conceding so many more chances now than we, we have in the past. Um, and it, it again, we, we were getting taken apart by a Blackburn side that hardly going to set the world alight so it's it's a, just a concern for me that yes you, you're right we've got players coming back and, and maybe we'll start to see some things changing but I don't really see that personnel coming back in fixing in this system they're not going to like Anderson is an offensive player so for me it's Anderson and Willock are going to yeah. be the two yeah. more yeah. attacking midfielders yeah. <laughs> yeah they're going to be the two that you kind of you would swap for each other so then that we haven't really got that defensive minded play, which is what I thought Longstaff's meant to be. Yeah. And and what Miley kind of is going to be more than it is. So I've I've still got concerns that I don't see the fix coming in. And that's where for me the system probably needs to change. The way that four three three is meant to work and the way that it worked last season is that everyone's about twenty yards higher at the pitch. Yeah. And it's because we're so deep, it, it doesn't seem to be working. Mm. And um uh, the Eddie Howe high intensity kind of levels that we got last season that basically between March and the end of May, uh, that ridiculous run we went on by the little wobble at the end, um, was all about a week to prepare, a week to recover, and we can go again at absolute high intensity. And we're not seeing that. Now, yes, this was the one three-game week we've had, and, and you know we just played at Arsenal, so maybe that's why the energy levels weren't quite there. But uh, you're right, the system doesn't work if, we're, if we haven't got the intensity to go with it. Um, and that's, that's the only situation in which Longstaff thrives. Because if Longstaff can win the ball and or find himself on the ball 30 yards closer to goal... Yeah. A little five-yard pop after Bruno is fine. Yeah, yeah. When he's getting the ball 30 yards from his own goal and popping it off five yards to share, it's getting us in danger. You're absolutely mm -hmm. right. And, and the same can be said of Miley at times. You know, he's, he's a very neat player. He keeps the ball, doesn't lose it much, but he doesn't try too much. He definitely has more in his locker in terms of passing range. But um, we do a lot of that. We do a lot of popping it back off to the fullbacks and getting ourselves into danger. We do a lot of kind of just playing ourselves into trouble because we're too close to our own goal. Whereas that four through three in the system is meant to work with high intensity. You win the ball higher at the pitch. The you back four's on the halfway half. line. And you're playing the whole game in the half. Now, we had about 63% possession yesterday. It should have worked like that, but it just kind of didn't. Now, um, I'm hoping that energy comes back. And we keep saying it. We've only had a few weeks where we've had one game a week and we've got a lot to should go. should be back by now. It's, it's hard to say when, when we've got so many players coming back from injury. There's a big caveat there that even last season, it took four or five games of playing that way to get up to the levels that made it effective. Certainly before... Um, before the the World Cup and, and then afterwards, uh, so I just think and the, the energy levels uh, it applies to everyone. So this is where I'm going to talk about the crowd again because I thought um, the the last season some of those games they were willed on as well by the crowd. And again, I'm not being critical of, of pe people allowed to support the team anyway they want, but I think that that expectation and the kind of disappointment and frustration of the season is boiling over a little bit too much in the stands. And we're not some of those games last uh, last year in the period I'm talking about there was just so much intensity in the crowd as well that mm -hmm. it, it really kind of added another layer of of of, um, of energy to the team and 
we're all just not feeling it this season and I, I don't know what the answer is it's been such a grueling season and such a roller coaster and so much has happened that you can just you can see the frustration happening both sides of the touchline it's really weird and i'm just hoping that something somewhere is going to kickstart everyone and, and a nice home win against wolves would do that next <laughs> week um a nice home draw in the cup would probably give us uh, give us something to look forward to because you've got to remember every FA cup game has been away from home yeah all the champions league draw you know every every fixture has been so grueling that we just need something to to break that go away i think uh it, you, you sounded really loud on the tv so that's it is interesting to kind of get that perspective just, just me because you <laughs> in particular I could just hear sigh but i'm tuned in to him so it's <laughs> how it works um you are right to bring up the next fixture and that's what we'll talk about in part three we'll leave it there for part two if you hate adverts don't you don't have to listen to them you can pay three pounds a month and join us on patreon and not hear them um we'll be back to discuss the future of the fa cup and the team after these messages when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Part three of the show, and we are going to talk about uh, the next round. We're through to it against all our efforts yesterday. <laughs> we are That's not fair. Uh, we are through to the quarterfinal. The draw is tonight. We are recording on Wednesday morning after the game. The draw is before, I think, the, the fixtures tonight. So we'll know who we're likely to play um, then, and then definitely by the end of the evening. Um Oh, everybody online just saying it's going to be City away. It's going to be City away. And as I mentioned in um, in his uh, in part two there, that in, we have played every round of this away from home. We are surely due a home game. Is it been important that we get one of these quote unquote bigger teams at home if we've got any chance of going to remember the semis are at Wembley? So um, if we get through this round, we will be playing a match at Wembley. Or do, do you just want a you know? one of the lower ranked sides and just to try and get through it i mean at this point in time give me give me coventry or who, whoever's <laughs> the lowest but now nah, i think um it's it's been a point obviously we've, we've discussed a lot i think in terms of who who and when to get teams i think our best chance we've, we've seen i think in this this season for example we've, we've been hammered away against the, the good teams and uh i'd be concerned having to go away to to a city or or Liverpool or whoever. So I think if we got them at home, we've we've seen some better performances, and I think the the crowd would be up for it. It, it would be a home quarter final. It's a big yeah. game. You're not for, it's one game away from Wembley. There's a lot of kind of um, a, a lot to kind of play for there. So yeah, I, I personally I think if we're gonna go and win it, I think we've, we're gonna have to beat a good team at some point. Um, let's get them back to SGP. So yeah, I, I think. Daft of us saying it because we'll probably get smashed, but <laughs> give, give us City or Liverpool like St James's Park and we've got a chance to beat them. That's no. definitely what I think. I think like give us one of these big te- like they're they're, they're gonna they're gonna get through. They're gonna one of them's gonna be in the final, right? It's it's probably and watch it be, but it's probably not gonna be a Coventry final at Wembley. So we might as well have one and have it at home 
and just try and use that the crowd advantage. We beat oh. City in the League Cup as well at home. There you go. Yeah. No, no, 100%. I absolutely agree entirely. Um, we do not want to play Manchester City in the semi-final and then Liverpool in the final. Uh, even if we manage to somehow win one of those games at Wembley, two is a big ask. You 100% need to get one of them at St. James's Park and beat them. And I do think that um, that this team can get themselves up for such an occasion. I think the crowd would be electric for that kind of occasion, quarterfinal at home, in what is like the last bastion of hope for, for glory this season, <laughs> the FA Cup. So I think that'll be a huge occasion. And yeah, I would absolutely welcome Liverpool and Man City. There's some wrongs to right from both of those home fixtures in the league where we played pretty well. Um, Liverpool in particular was, was the, the, you know, the 10 men frustration. But yeah, uh, 100%. The only way we're going to win this tournament is to knock one of them out at home. So you might as well do it now. Um, I agree. You, why not get a Coventry? Because we're not playing particularly well and you'd rather have an easier game. But it, it's just going to make it harder to actually win the thing. If we want to win the thing, let's get one of them knocked out now. Um, I don't really trust anyone else to do it. So we G- can do it if we, if we play it to our ability. Give us Liverpool with, with those kids. I'll, I'll back with the gun, bully <laughs> them. Really? Yeah, 100%. Okay. Yeah, I think I think that's the thing, isn't it? We want to get to Wembley. There are still plenty of Premier League teams playing Premier League teams. So there's people going to be knocked, teams going to be knocked out today, tonight, um, which sort of reduces the pool slightly. But... I um I I think that it's it's to me it's our only chance it's our only chance to get to Wembley. I don't think playing the way that we are. Sorry to be negative. We are going to win the FA Cup. I it, stranger things have happened and we might. That's obviously the caveat because that's obviously the caveat. But I can't see the team that played last night, even with all the changes, going to Wembley for the final and winning. So it for me. The next round has to be a home tie, and it, it should be a big team, and that's that's our only, like, there's not one out. The problem is we haven't got the confidence and momentum that we had this time last season when you felt like we could beat anyone you that's put in it. front of us with a lot of the same players, because like I say, well, most of them are coming back now, and by the time the quarterfinal ruggles round, um, end of March, is it? Um, the, the Those players that we've talked about coming back and needing a few weeks to kind of get up to it's match fitness. Few, it's only about two weeks away. Will be match fit. In yeah. it, hopefully um, by then so it is a different prospect and Eddie Howell absolutely know that it's going to take more than what we got yesterday to beat a, a good side in this competition albeit if it's at home there's a little bit more of a it should be in our favour <laughs> that said our home form has been a little <laughs> bit sketchy recently but yeah um, I just I just, I just, know that Eddie Howell will think that performance was he, he won't be sitting there thinking that was enough he'll be sitting thinking we've got away with that got a bit lucky we're going to have to work hard and we're going to have to address some of those issues and I, I still trust him 100% to do that and I think by the time we roll around whatever fixture it is uh, if it's not Brighton Liverpool or, or Man City away then um, I'm I'm confident we can we can do something and then once you get to the semi-finals and it's still ridiculous that there'll be two two trips to Wembley for the for the yeah. FA Cup it would be silly um, um I'm, I'm assuming that we win the first one there by the way yes, obviously very much so. <laughs> um, but it still is a team that on its day, because we saw it at Aston Villa, and even if that is the, the slight outlier at the moment, it's possible for us to go away to a really good side or go on a neutral ground to a really good side and win a game of football. So I'm still confident. Ben, are you? Yeah, a little less so. <laughs> yeah, a little less look, so. I'm looking over at everybody nah, I think, um, <laughs> look it. I mean, that, that's the thing. I think there's, there's two outstanding teams and then I think everyone else is a little bit like us, but inconsistent. I mean, Manu and Brighton are... <laughs> only just ahead of us yeah, in the league never despite away how bad how bad we've been so there's, there's there's plenty there I mean Leicester obviously knocked Bournemouth last night so I mean I, I fancy we against Leicester as well so yeah definitely I just I, I think the key is getting a home um, a home tie in the quarters and then we'll we'll see who we'll get I, we are capable of, of beating everybody at home as you say form hasn't been great but it, it's got to change it's got to change we, we we had a it coincided around this time last, last season wasn't it where we went through that terrible run and obviously lost 
the, the League Cup final and kind of had a really tough period, but we turned it around and, and finished on fire. So we just need that spark. We need players back. Obviously, Willick and Anderson coming back is really positive. Barnes um, being back in the fold as well. So we're getting some of the players back um, and hopefully they can come in and, and provide a bit of positivity and, and, and just just get a bit of confidence back. I mean, that's the biggest thing for me is we, we're just playing without any confidence at the minute. And the the way to change that might be bringing in players that haven't got kind of the baggage of the the last few months where things have been tough. So that's true. Let's let's hope for some positivity going forward. That's that's true. I, you know, I hadn't really considered that the fact that these players haven't got the psychological and the mental fatigue that some of the other players have from playing these games and it being a bit shambolic in parts. Um, I, yeah, I think I think home. I think home makes a difference here and. And it can kind of save our season to everything that you're saying. Maybe last night was the catalyst. You know, you know, if you if you really want to put a spin, it. yeah, got away with it, but it starts something. That I've seen weirder things happen. I've seen weirder things happen at Newcastle United. So so maybe am I being too positive? We need to stop putting that one straw. Yeah, we, we can't probably need to stop putting that's every less. every result on a pedestal of that's the catalyst because that's then the game. It, that's <laughs> our Leeds United. Maybe that, maybe it's not going to work yeah. like that. Maybe at some point it'll just sort of start happening without there being one game where you put it down to because yeah, um, I I still believe that the, the Eddie Howe's success with this Newcastle team the whole time has been getting the run of games and getting some momentum going and this this season's had so many disruptions to that and yeah. I totally agree that you may, you may need to try and find ways to work around that when we don't have the the disposal, the players at our disposal to play the way he wants to. But if we can get a run of games together now with the players that have got back uh, in the system that, that does work once the intensity comes back and once the kind of fitness is there, because this, the main thing I'm noticing is they just don't look fit. Yeah. And that's, there's lots of reasons for that. There's players come back from injuries. There's also players who've been running to the ground because they've had to play too many games, the midfield in particular, obviously. Um, once we get things right and get a few games under our belt and a few victories, I think the confidence will come back and then we'll, we'll kick on and then we'll knock whoever out in the in the quarterfinal I think the, la- the la- only the other thing I would add to that as well is I suppose to, to give them some credit like when we've been up against it recently the, other than that Arsenal game they've generally come to the force so obviously we, we we came back and got draws against Bournemouth and um, Luton and Luton in games where <laughs> we looked dead and buried in those we we didn't get beat last night went on pens came through pens where we're, we're crap at pens normally <laughs> we, we don't win penalty shootouts we won one last night I was kind of dreading dreading that at, at the time so there's 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 a bit of character at least about this team that I've always got faith in that they'll they'll never completely down like they'll never down tools or kind of give up um by the Arsenal game but um <laughs> apart from that one time yeah, that they did but but they even then they, they came back and won the last 10 minutes so <laughs> there's always that one now nah, I think they once we get some players back as you say freshen things up then um hopefully they, this can try and kickstart the season and, and as we said we've got a massive game against Wolves who've just gone above us in the league if we, if we can win that that should give us a bit of confidence well that they're, they're a team that have been in good form and, and doing good things this season so let's get let, let's fix that home form first in the league and then we'll smash anyone in, in the quarters when it comes to that fix that home form get a home tie for the quarters everything's going to be fine we will leave it there. Everything's going to be fine. We'll yeah. leave it on that note um, for this podcast. We will, of course, be back after Wolves to discuss everything being fine and the big win against Wolves. Um, we have plenty of content on our Patreon platform building up to that game, as well as um, 
reaction stuff to our draw this evening. So please do come and join us over there. It's between three and eight pounds a month. Thank you, Sai. Thank you, Ben, for coming in so early after such a late finish for you. Extra time and penalties is no joke. Thank you so much for listening. Take care. This podcast is brought to you by Aspers Casino Newcastle, home of the Mag's £4 pint, available on all draft beers for all NUFC home and televised games, 12pm to 12am. Over 18s only, visit begamblerware.org, be drink aware. For details and T's and C's, visit aspersnewcastle.co.uk. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.